All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Craig Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest in future time today, all the way from beautiful San Francisco, California, none other than Chelsea Allegio. Uh, Chelsea, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Greg, thank you. I'm such a huge fan and I'm so touched uh, to be here with you today. I really thank you. Oh gosh. Hey, the, the pleasure and the honor is all mine. Absolutely. And, and again, to the audience. So uh, I just can't wait to dive into the series of questions, really get to know you as a person, a professional and everything that's going on in your world and your life uh, and some great takeaways for everybody. So uh, I guess let's just jump into it. And Chelsea, for anybody who doesn't know you, um, maybe anybody who has been living under a rock uh, for the past you know, 20 some odd years, I would love for you to just kind of tell everybody a little about yourself who you are, where you're from, what got you into the biz and kind of where your career has led you to today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm a native Californian and was born in Newport Beach, California. We moved up to Marin County when I was 10. Wow. I am the daughter of a realtor. Um, <laughs> so I grew up in a time of no cell phones, no fax machines, um, a top producing mother that was very busy and gone a lot and always said, I'm never going to go to real estate. Wow. Um, because I never saw her. So ended up going to UC Davis and graduating and falling into finance. Um, very thankfully, yeah. I later realized and worked at a, independent, or a small investment bank, um, the biggest trading floor west of the Mississippi, hmm. and had amazing exposure um, working on the research equity side first, covering telecom equipment companies. So hmm. Super exciting time with yeah. fiber optics happening and, and the internet. Hmm. Uh, and then ended up on the institutional equity side, covering US equities and covering accounts in Italy and Switzerland. Oof. And I got lucky enough to move at the end of 99 um, when I was 28 to hmm. London and was covering accounts for the same bank there. And then ended up becoming a managing director at the age of 29 and running the US equity desk there. Unreal. So, Super exciting, uh, living in London in my 20s. Uh, then the dot-com bubble happened. So <laughs> things kind of imploded a few months after I'd gotten to London. And, you know, being at that age, never experiencing it before, it was pretty ter terrifying. Oh, yeah. That I just made this big move. And, you know, the market was decimated after insane growth, growth from 95 on. Wow. Um, but quickly realized like there are opportunities in that and, you know, seeing the companies that made it and those that didn't and getting to know those management teams and touring them around Europe and meeting with different fund managers. It was an amazing experience. Um, and then September 11th happened uh, and I happened to be back in San Francisco for a conference during that time. A week later, my mother was diagnosed um, with very late stage two cancers, double whammy. Wow. And was given three months to live. Um, she's alive and well and still a realtor. Total mm. miracle story. Love but it. it really made me reevaluate a lot of my life. Mm. And, you know, working market hours, getting up at 3 a.m. again, being back in San Francisco. I moved home after two years in London to help take care of her. Wow. Um, and after nine months, she was cancer free. But I quickly realized, like, she's probably going to need help in covering her business. Mm. Um, and I went and got my real estate license to be there as a support to her. And in 03, 
pulled the plug and said, I'm ready for a change. Um, went full bore into real estate mm. and was determined, very bullheaded coming out of my previous job in finance. I'm going to do this on my own. Like, I'm not going to be my mother's daughter. I have to build it on my own. Yeah. Um, and she gave me two great pieces of advice. She said, mm. don't ever count your friends or family as business mm. and treat everybody in the industry with respect. Wow. And that kind of set me up for a path of, of success in my real estate career. I, I absolutely love that. And, and I know there's, there's more here. I just, there's so much to unpack uh, with that story. I love the detail that you gave Chelsea and, and, you know, at, at a young age, looking at it from a finance standpoint in the background and, and just the, the, the constant um, growth and change and travel and moving to London. And, and um, I absolutely love that perspective of just layering in change. Um, you know, things happen unbeknownst to ourselves, you know, whether it's market changes or shifts or health reasons for family. Uh, and there's so much dynamic nature to your path to real estate. And that's what I love. I mean, every single Titan that's been here has a different story and a different struggle and thoughts that they've gone through to get to where they're at. So uh, you are definitely among those stories. That's absolutely incredible. And I'm glad that your your mother is, is uh, alive and well. I mean, um, that's just an absolutely incredible feat to, to go through. And cancer is is no joke. So um, yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate you, Saren. So let's, let's go into that spot. So you're, you're on to that chapter now. You're really saying, this is it. I'm taking this on. So, so what does it look like from there in your real estate career? So, you know, it was, it was pretty daunting. Um, I quickly realized coming from finance, like I'd had a lot of training and supervision in my previous role. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have that much when I got into real estate. I got my license and it was like, okay, here go. Here's a couple of contract training classes. <laughs> but how do you actually build a business? And I very quickly realized that I had this insane passion for helping people on this home buying journey. Wow. Uh, which I, I really realize now it was osmosis through my mother because that's how she always approached the business. I never once focused on the money. Wow. Um, I practiced in Marin County for 18 years in traditional real estate. There's a lot of money here. Our property values are crazy. Yeah. But I always tried to detach myself from the outcome and really focus on the process. Wow. And whether that was talking someone out of a home that wasn't a fit for their portfolio and I knew it was going to cause problems down the road, mm. um, I really tried to focus on that empathy for what other people were going through because it's a really daunting it's a daunting task. It's a large piece of equity. It's usually most people's largest piece of equity in their portfolio. And I looked at it from that point of view, you know, coming from the finance world hmm. um, and then really figuring out how to get them where they needed to be, whether it was that current moment or five to 10 years plus down the road uh -huh. um, and really built my business organically. I did not count on anyone that I knew. I held open houses every single weekend, as wow. many hours as the sellers would let me, hmm. uh, and really tried to meet as many people as I could. And that referral business just started to really take off. I, I love that. And again, for the 18 years of that portion of your career, just absolutely phenomenal seeing that go and, and uh, you know, hitting and, and beating records and, and doing everything that you've done. Uh, it, it's, it's all inspiring to say, you know, look, everyone starts in at chapter one and, you know, it takes time to evaluate what works and what doesn't, and to really have perspective. 
you know, the, the great advice from your mom early on, I mean, massive, massive advice, those two pieces. And I think that obviously that carried you on through your career um, and, and things moving forward. So let's talk about um, as your real estate career in that particular portion shifted and into your role today, what, what does that look like? And what was the thought process of, you know, you making that change and just, just a little bit in that story? Yeah. And so I kind of always knew I wanted to get back into management. I had loved being in London and running the desk. Um, I was running the equity trading desk as well as the equity sales desk and my team covered all of Europe. So that connection with a team and really working towards a common goal was really intriguing to me. And my last full year in the business as an agent, a full-time agent, um, was my best year in the business. I hit crazy numbers for myself. And I thought, okay, well, now what? Like, now maybe it's time to get into management. And I knew if I left being number one in volume and transactions at my firm that year, that it would be easier to probably recruit um, that, you know, I found an incredible independent brokerage with wonderful people um, that I, I really felt that I could be a growing part of. And yeah. we built an incredible team, um, hit some crazy numbers the first few years. But my first week there, um, I realized like it's a very different lens managing mm -hmm. than being that agent with my head down and just focused on my clients. Sure. And I started to see some similarities that I had had felt in, you know, the late 90s in finance where technology was new. I mean, I used to have to write out a trade ticket when my Italian fund manager would want to, you know, trade shares that day and walk it over to my sales trader. He'd talk to the market maker. And then all of a sudden electronic trading happened wow. and, you know, the commissions changed drastically. Now you can trade for free. Hmm. And I started to see some, you know, things within the industry with other companies that had offerings that were different, um, seeing what my agents were going through on a daily basis. And I really started to sense this change that, I mean, real estate has not changed for a long time in many ways. Oh, yeah. Um, felt it was very palpable for me having lived through it um, during that time frame in the 90s. So ironically, uh, my boss and the founder of the company I'm with now, Nick Narodney, um, came in to meet with me that first week on the job as a manager and told me about this company he had started. Mm -hmm. And I was really intrigued. Uh, he is also the son of realtors, uh, both his mom and dad are. So he had grown up around it. Love it. And we saw eye to eye on a lot of the, the issues that made the process daunting by design mm -hmm. and how technology advanced in so many ways, but it wasn't quite there yet for the consumer in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So he had built um, Alto.0. It was a product for agents at the time. And I said, great, let, I have all these new agents I'm working with. Let's beta test it. And it was fabulous. And just working with him as an advisor on this other part of business that was really intriguing to me, the changing part of the industry. Hmm. Uh, that went on for several years. And I reached a point where I felt that that change was pulling me more than what hmm. I was doing at the time. Wow. Uh, which was really hard for me because I absolutely adored my agents and I'm a very loyal person. Um, sure. But I knew at this stage in my life, it was probably like, 
the last chance I'd have for a while to have a big career change. And I was ready. Mm. Um, so I had, I had told Nick at the time, I am very sorry. Greg. No, you're good. Um, you're good. This is live. You're, you're totally <laughs> fine. Chelsea. No worries. I had told Nick at the time, I said, Hey, if there's, if there's a role that you see me fitting into in this company, as you grow, I want to throw my hat in the ring. Wow. So about a year and a half later, he reached out. He's like, were you serious? Do you want to have coffee? And it was right when the pandemic hit, um, which, you know, I, I likened it to September 11th had hit for me and the dot-com bubble had burst and I'd lived through this 2008 recession and I'd learned so much going through that. And I just felt like everything had aligned and it was time. Um, So yeah, I joined in September, 2020 and have not looked back. I, this is Chelsea, this is such a great storyline that you're kind of laying out and just keep, keep moving. I love that life again happened and there was decisions that were being made relationships that have been forged and opportunities and not every opportunity is right at any given time, but obviously seizing the opportunity and seizing those moments you've continually done throughout your life and through your career paths. And I'm super intrigued uh, about Alto. And I think that the audience uh, would be equally interested just to learn more about it. Because again, somebody of your caliber and expertise into the residential real estate space, you know, for such a long period of time into that, the career, and then for you to make a move and believe in something so powerfully, uh, I definitely want to hear your take. And, And again, from perspective as to what is it and kind of what it's designed for and just your role with the company. I think that'd be great. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so exciting. I love talking about also. Um, it, we're a direct marketplace that is focused on the consumer. So there are a lot of aspects to that direct nature of a marketplace, right? And as I said, you know, the process is daunting. I've felt, and I felt this day one, the industry is a bit daunting by design. Um, it's a very fragmented industry. Um, technology is caught up, as I said, in a lot of ways, but not so much for the consumer. So on Alto, as a homeowner, you can sign your home up, create a profile with no commitment. And within minutes, you can start tracking the market for your specific home, mm. interacting with buyers, getting feedback, getting great insights about the direction of the market. We have licensed advisors that are there to guide you with any questions you have. Mm. And then when you do decide to sell, we do so with much better economics than traditional real estate. Wow. Um, which, you know, I will say when I left the old world, there was a backlash because of that. But I was already starting to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does happen, you know, behind the scenes quite a bit. And and there's lots of different ways to do things. You know, I think we have a customer base that is very tech forward. Um, it's kind of weird to make that commitment up front and sign a listing agreement before you even kind of know what your direction may be. The market may tell you you don't want to sell. Yet you've posted your home, your address is out there, your days on market is there, and the internet's written a story that may not be accurate. Hmm. Um, So we give homeowners the ability to really take a look at their specific market for their home on a direct interactive basis with buyers. And then for buyers, Hmm. we've unlocked all this new inventory that, you know, I mean, up until six months ago, inventory was nowhere to be seen. And it's still relatively low, historically speaking. So buyers have this insight into, wow, well, we're going to be ready in six months. You guys are downsizing in six months. Let's make that timeline work. We could give you a rent back. We could make it contingent on you finding a replacement property. 
So you're just creating this dialogue that didn't exist before. And it's wow. super exciting. I, I find it to be fascinating, again, because as you mentioned, technology and industry and the consumer base making changes and adjustments. And there's always evolution. There's always change. That's the one constant, right? Nothing ever stays the same. It's always changing. And I think that somebody who's tuning into this is thinking, at least for me, well, so what does this mean? I mean, is this, in your opinion, is this the direction of where the consumer is going not just now, but into the long term, is, is it affecting into the real estate industry? Because I, I know so many people are worried about technology and being replaced by robots and widgets and and everything along those lines. So, uh, what are your thoughts with that, Chelsea? I mean, to to anybody out there, maybe being devil's advocate, yeah, is it any different than some of the other i buyer sort of scenarios or sites that are out there? I mean, ju just kind of candid conversation. I think we are different because we are creating a marketplace that didn't exist before. Um, and I do think that like breaking down this barrier of buyers and sellers actually being able to have this transparency they haven't had, um, you know, I think as an agent, like a traditional agent, that sounds really scary. Sure. But, see, you know, but people still need some help with the hard stuff, right? California is a very litigious state. There's a lot of paperwork. Um, Homes are very different. You know, you're not always selling homes that are three models in a development and it's it's easy to navigate. Uh -huh. So I think there are always people that are going to need more handholding. But I look, I have a nine-year-old daughter. I look at her like she'll never step foot in a car dealership probably, right? Like she is growing up in a world where <laughs> this is a very natural thing to do as much as you possibly can online and then get help. Um, yeah. You know, TurboTax, like, People do their taxes and then there's someone there if you need help. My Schwab account, I can trade all day long and do all this research and track the equity in my portfolio. If I need somebody, I know that my guy is there, my advisor's there. So I think it's a different way to look at things. Uh -huh. And you know, the evolution of the business, I think it's just natural for it to change. It has since I've been in it 20 sure. years ago when I started. Um, but I think we're, we're growing up now with a new generation of people that look at the world in a very different way and how they do everyday items in their life, everyday transactions. So, Oh, well said. I mean, I, I think that so many of us can list a number of things that we're doing where it's changed, you know, and you can look at e-commerce, for example, and Amazon, and obviously there's still physicality into boutiques and shops and, you know, there's still malls, indoor, outdoor, but there is a different way that people are consuming products and services and researching products and services and engaging with different businesses. So, I mean, I love the evolution and pushing and change and, and understanding that. And there's always going to be a place for certain aspects. That's how yeah. I feel and believe. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's massive into relationships and, and to who you know and what's going on. But I think you would be burying your head in the sand if you didn't think that this is already happening and will continue to happen, um, you know, so I, I think that it's it's controversial in certain aspects, depending on your perspective. Uh, but I think it's fascinating. At, at well, the I'll give you I'll give you a good example, Greg. So yeah. I when I was first in equity research, we were covering fiber optic component companies that basically made our fiber optics work. So you could have all this data running across the networks. Right. And I remember the day we went in to present this company. They'd been a semiconductor testing equipment company and they had evolved into 
fiber optics, presenting to the sales team. Um, and granted, like the 90s, there weren't a lot of women. It was hard enough to be in that room and be one of few. Sure. And trying to explain like, no, your Palm Pilot and your Motorola phone, like you'll be able to have all that information in one place and just one device and being laughed out of the room. People are like, why would I ever want my Palm Pilot to be part of my phone? Like, that's crazy. And oh, wow. I mean, look at our iPhones now, right? So yeah. I think like knowledge is power. And I think I feel very grateful for having lived through all that change. Mm-hmm. And it's just inevitable. You know, if I put out there, everything I do as a great agent and gave that information to people and made it readily available for them to make decisions Mm. and then ask for help when they need it. Like we're just trying to democratize real estate. Wow. I I think the way that you explain that Chelsea is, is, is spot on. And, um, I, it just, it, it intrigues me. I I think that there's going to be so many people tuning in that are going to want to know more. I, I guess my thought and question. So is this, where is this available? Is it in the Bay Area exclusively? Is it national, international? What's kind of that? How does it work that way? Yeah, as so the- we launched in the Bay Area um, and we're strictly in the Bay Area now okay. in most counties surrounding San Francisco. We do have significant wait lists outside of the Bay Area. Sure. Uh, one of the things I'll say that I'm so grateful for having lived through turmoil times in the past Our founder is a very well-rounded, experienced CEO, Hmm. and he's lived through a lot of turmoil in markets in the past. So, you know, our approach to growth has been very methodical and very well thought out, um, and we're seeing great success in the Bay Area. So I'm excited to to be able to come back someday soon, Greg, and tell you the other markets that we're launching. (laughs) I would want nothing more, Chelsea. I mean, this has been absolutely incredible getting to know you and your story and just how the market continues to adjust and change and and really looking at it for a consumer focus and basis and just really looking at the real estate industry as a whole. I mean, it's just incredible. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to have that conversation with you. I think that's going to be fantastic. Where, Chelsea, where's the best way, if anything sticks out to anybody who's tuning in uh, live with us or after the fact they're listening or watching, What's the best way for anyone to get a hold of you and also learn more about Alto? So Alto, you can go to alto.com. My email is chelsea at alto.com if you have any questions. I'm also reachable on LinkedIn. Uh, My last name is Allegio, I-A-L-E-G-G-I-O. So sometimes mistaken as Allegio. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah, I love hearing from people in the industry and consumers alike. And we love hearing feedback on our product as well. So feel free to go on and join as a user and give us any user feedback and insights you may have. Oh, Chelsea, you're the best. I, I have to uh, thank you again. I can't stress enough, you, but I do need to dub you as an official real estate Titan. That is a badge of honor that you can wear uh, for the rest of your life. And I, I again, just appreciate you taking the time and uh, sharing so much information uh, and inspiration with all of us today, for sure. Thank you, Greg. I'll wear it proudly. And I thank you for your time. All right. You take care. And everybody out there, thank you as well for your time and attention. As always, you love and support. If you like here with Doing Real Estate Titans, don't forget to subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are a residential real estate professional, you're going to grow and scale your business on the digital end. Visit lionboltmedia.com. They got a free mini course. Uh, we will catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. 
next week. And uh, hope you all have a great week. Talk soon. Take care. Thanks, Chelsea. Thank you. Take care. Bye.